0: Welcome to Real Rotten. Let's go. I'm here with my good friend Esfandiar. What's up everybody? And the Warriors are world champions. Let's go. Let's go. Warriors. I say Warriors. So now that's out of the way. Two out of three years. Five in the Bay Area. It's not a sports podcast. But we thought we'd just give you an update and... Tell you uh, what we believe in.
1: We're sports fans, so you know, we gotta throw that out there every once in a while.
0: Yeah, I believe in a thing called dubs. No doubt. But we're here to talk movies. A movie, one movie in particular The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. 2008. Instant classic. But before we get to that, uh, have you seen any uh, good trailers lately?
1: I uh, saw lucky logan or is it logan lucky i keep getting it confused on what it actually is called but it's the new soderberg flick starring channing tatum and adam driver and seth mcfarland it's and a daniel craig Red action Kug. yeah daniel craig i probably watched the trailer like six or seven times because i was like the first time I saw it, i've been waiting for it when i first saw the casting come out i was like all right this is gonna be sick and soderberg also had said yo i'm retiring after i do the nick i'm not doing films anymore Comes back, makes this. So, I'm stoked. It looks classic Soderbergh. Got that Ocean's Eleven vibe. It's like a crime caper, but it's set with NASCAR. You got these Southern guys. Like, it looks fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I saw it when I uh, was talking to a friend of the pub my mom. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Award-winning and listener. She was like, what is Daniel Craig doing right now? And I was like, as a matter of fact, he just dropped a new trailer on yeah. IMDb. And so, we watched it together. She was not as excited as I was about it, but... uh
1: I think it looks pretty awesome. I think it looks pretty
0: great. I, I, I'm excited about it. The one that I just saw was Flatliners that just Ooh, came out.
1: I did not they, see They're that.
0: remaking Flatliners, apparently. No
1: way. Yeah,
0: with uh, Juno. Ellen Page? Ellen Page. Damn. And not Gail Garcia Bernal. Diego, Diego Luna. Luna. The
1: other one from E2 Mama Tambien.
0: See <laughs> <Si>, senor. <But laughs> and a few other actors and actresses, but they all like they die and then they come back and... It looks a little more intense than the original Flatliners, which I think was a Kevin Baker's Kevin, Kevin Baker movie.
1: movie. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Oh man.
0: And did you see the Black Panther? Oh, promo?
1: I, did I see the Black Panther? You know it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty sick. I thought Twitter and every fanboy nerd was going extra hard on it, and so I I had seen it like because it premiered during the Dubs game, and I think I caught the very tail end of it, and then I watched it on my own time, and I was like, Oh, this is sick. I mean, yeah. Coogler is so dope. I'm just stoked that he is continuing to make dope shit. They I couldn't pick a better director to make Black Panther than
0: Brian Coogler. And it looks good enough to where I'm not. I'm gonna watch the f- full length trailer like one time just so I don't ruin it for myself. Exactly. Just just get that one time just to like make sure that it's good, and then we'll move on from there.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Kind of, you know what? Going off of uh, the mummy, you know, takes place. El Dorado. There's some supernatural kind of things going on. El Dorado, down, fantastic
0: dude. animated movie. Classic. <laughs> on the trail we blaze. <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna debut a new segment here today, Ooh. called uh, Predict a, Predict a Tomato. Oh, let's go. Uh, Predict we, a we'll Tomato. We'll come up. It's a working title. Uh, so we got two movies that are coming out. Uh, we got All Eyes on Me. Ooh, pox. the Tupac El
1: Yep. biopoc
0: And uh, so we're going to guess the rating on that as well as Transformers. Ooh. The next, the last Transformers hopefully is what's called. Oh no, it's called The Last Knight. The but Last It night. should be hopefully called hopefully The Last Transformers. The last Transformers. <laughs>
1: Transformers. Hey, can they just call it Transformers Extinction? I know that's kind of <laughs> yeah. what they did last time, but just fucking end this shit.
0: <laughs> so what do you think? All eyes on me. you think it's going to be fresh or rotten?
1: I think it's going to be rotten. I You know, it's like, the guy looks exactly he like looks Tupac. He looks so
0: much like Tupac. Which is
1: maybe, like, the best part of that movie, but it it was, like, a low-budget flick that, like, got, I think, so, I think it's, it's kind of old, like, it was made yeah. like a year or two ago, and it's just kind of made the rounds, and now it's getting its, like, final distribution. Probably because he looks so much like Tupac that they're like, oh yeah, we can sell this, it'll be fine. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going 35% on this. I'm going 35 to 40% for all eyes on me. I'm going to go
0: just barely run like a, a 56 or something. Ooh. 56. What was Tupac's favorite number? 69, probably. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tupac seems like a 69 guy. <laughs> and uh, Transformers? It's, I mean... I think that's going to be pod... Let's go, pod number. Yeah, think it's ten be, to
1: twenty, no doubt.
0: I'm gonna say twenty-one. Yeah, but the joke's the... on
1: us. That box office is gonna be fucking destruction. Oh yeah, so. it's gonna make
0: more money than I'll even. Marky see it, Mark, see it, see Mark is my so funny. He
1: doesn't give a fuck, dude. They, Michael Bay and him are just like, you know what? We're we're doing this. We're gonna keep making this. I took over it. You know, we'll, we'll have fun.
0: So, I got some pod business that I wanted to talk about before we get into the movie. All right, we're gonna add a part to the website. Nice. I might have told you about this. I might have not. I might have waited until this moment. But All right. uh, we're gonna add a reviews section to the website. Ooh. Okay. Where we're gonna go see movies and write our uh, our own write reviews. Our, write our own reviews. Oh, about them.
1: I'm so. So down. we can
0: do good ones. We can do bad ones. But we'll stick to the ones that we mostly talk about. To so the ones that come out. Yeah. So. I'll do a one. We could do it in blurb form, but I think we will do better writing like 500 words. So, if you're looking for a reliable source for movie uh, reviews, yeah, come to realrotten. I mean,
1: Roper and Ebert, Siskel and Ebert, they don't exist anymore. We got Lions and Bardone. Lions the and Future, man. That is the future. That and, has a
0: better ring to it. Yeah, it does. does.
1: And the other thing is too, you know, we talk about shitty movies. That's our that's our thing, but. At the same time, we watch a lot of good flicks. So, well, you know, if you want to see what we think about like good things, definitely check out our
0: reviews. Yeah, what was the last movie you saw?
1: The last movie I saw that was of merit and dope, and I was late to the party. I didn't see it in theaters. Finally saw Get Out. Get Out! Yeah. Did you? I finally saw Get, Get Out of movie, Here! And, Did you um, saw it? I fucking saw it, and it was awesome. It was even better than I expected. I, it was so hyped. I mean, the reviews were so great. I'll be honest. When I first saw the trailer months ago, before I came out, I was like, I don't know about this. Who knows what it's going to be like. But Jordan Peele is a master. Like, he oh, understands yeah. film, and you just can tell the whole time. Like, incredibly well made. The story is so pertinent. The, it was an awesome satire. I was a huge fan. Yes, was a it was tight, fan. and like, everything
0: that it was trying to do, it did super well. Exactly. Which is all you can ask of a, of a movie. Yeah. I saw Wonder Woman and oh. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Oh. oh
1: my God. Gal
0: Gadot. Oh my goodness. In an English outfit. Oh. Put a hat on a girl and who knew?
1: Wonder Woman, bitch. Oh.
0: Wonderful. Yeah.
1: And it's actually, the only reason I wanted to see it, because it's part of the DC universe and going off our first pod, check it out, Suicide Shit, we <laughs> were like, is DC ever going to make a good movie now? It's like, everything they crank out, Batman vs. Superman, shit. They needed something to be like, you know what, Marvel, we are gonna go step toe to toe. Like, we have dope properties and we can make good things. Yeah. And they hit it with Wonder Woman. It was so. worth it
0: for the fight scenes and for Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. So now we're gonna get into the movie. Oh. Do we have to? Oh. The Mummy. Oh. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor.
2: Raising an army of mummies is insane.
0: Egypt's oh. overrated. Let's take it to China. <laughs> This movie came out a full, nineteen ninety nine to two thousand eight, almost ten years. Almost ten years, yeah.
1: The first two were classics, and that was also what was funny to me is because I hadn't seen the first two in quite some time, and when I was watching this one, it made me want to actually rewatch the originals. So I was like, "Yo, I want to watch this again. Man. I know. I'm intrigued. Like, I don't, this was classic."
0: Yeah, Rachel Wise looked a lot different a in this lot, one. A lot,
1: it sounded a lot different.
0: I know there's something about it that was just it's totally that, different. Yeah, totally different. Okay, so why so why we're doing the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is, of course, because the mummy just resurrected itself again, <laughs> and Tom Cruise is now playing Brendan Fraser. Yep. Or he's playing Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. I'm pretty sure it's Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. I think it's, uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're on a plane. He falls out of the plane and survives. I'm pretty sure that's it's Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah.
1: Mission Impossible 2 literally started like that, didn't it? Like, he's wearing the mask, and he... there Or there's somebody's Tom Cruise, and they're in there, and it's just like... Yeah, man. Mission
0: Impossible 4 started like that. He, like, <laughs> climbs on the plane, and he's, like, hanging off the plane the whole time. But, I mean, those are dope movies. Don't but, get me wrong. But I don't want my mummy movie to be a Mission, Mission Impos- Impossible. I don't Unless want...
1: it was Mission Impossible... Colon the mummy. Let's get a that blockbuster see, system. Let's I fucking I think that's go. where they missed out on it. I they think sh- so.
0: They should have thrown the colon in there. Yeah. But they're trying to set up that whole dark universe with all like vamp- with all the universal things that they got going on. Yeah, this is a great
1: time to bring this up, and I think it's because of us, honestly. We've we've created an entire shift in the landscape of blockbuster films. Because, I don't know if you've been reading about this, but after The Mummy and a few other big blockbusters recently, the studios kind of heated at Rotten Tomatoes. Because they're like, yo, our audience is a little bit too smart. And they were like, wait, this is 17%? Why should I watch this fucking movie? I think we're trendsetters. I think we created this whole thing. And now we're going to get good movies
0: again. I agree with that, actually. I mean, like, I... I don't see movies that are lower than 50 unless I'm, like, really interested in it. Exactly. In a person. If I see a movie like Baywatch came out and I saw it's 18%, I'm like... I'm not going to see Do I that. need to see Baywatch?
1: Maybe if I was Wait, on the plane. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Which we
0: might do a breaking pot of Baywatch. Yeah. Because we found some guys that might be good for it. But yeah. stay tuned for that. So let's, uh, let's talk about how Tom Cruise isn't Brendan Fraser. Oh, my God. When did Tom Cruise stop being funny?
1: That's a great question. I think it started. I remember,
0: like Top Gun. Was he funny in Top Gun? I think he might have been a little bit. He was kind of. Smart. He always had that like chariz- charisma, you know, that yeah, made like it that... like he could be funny. Exactly, like that. A few good men, like a few good men, is like a funny, like good Tom Cruise. Yeah,
1: uh, the color of money, which I just color actually re- rewatched recently. Also that, you know, he's like the young, like when he was like the young guy up and coming, he was kind of a prick and cocky, like that was when he was at his best. And then the second he jumped on fucking Oprah's couch and went ham on the Scientology hype, got the haircut. Like once you went to early 2000s Tom Cruise, 90s that dominated Tom Cruise, kind of fell out the window.
0: Yeah. We, we don't need to talk about Tom Cruise. But we should do Cocktail one of these days. Because oh, yeah. Cocktail is 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And that movie is phenomenal. Yeah, you
1: gotta back it up.
0: I've never seen a bartending movie ever. Besides Coyote Ugly. <laughs> Coyote Ugly is the best bartending movie of all time. And Cocktail is the worst. But that's because they're the only two.
1: Yeah.
0: So Rotten Tomatoes. Here's what they had to say about The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Uh, with middling CG effects and a distinct lack of fun... The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, finds the series past its prime.
1: Oh, yes. Yep. I couldn't agree more.
0: And this movie was written by Alfred Goh and Miles Millar, who wrote Spider-Man 2, Shanghai Knight, Smallville, Lethal Weapon 4. They're just part of that blockbuster <laughs> yeah. churning stuff. Spider-Man cycle. 2. Hey, I'll hey, give him credit Man for that. Spider-Man 2
1: is solid. I feel like at this, when it you, it's such a shitty movie like this, you gotta think... These guys have like 20 writers who do passes on. Oh, yeah, no, this was a long process. They're the ones who, like, I'll take the bullet. I got paid. It can, it can, I don't give a shit if my name is attached to this. Yeah, online it was
0: saying, like, 2002 was like Scorpion King time is when it started, like, Going out that there might be a Mummy 3. Yeah. And then it didn't even get made until 2008. So that, that'll that tell you. Yeah. And it's directed by Rob Cohen. Ooh, the GOAT. The Fast and the, the Furious. Goat. The Triple X with the big X in the middle. He dominated.
1: Those early, These. late 90s, early 2000s. That were, those were the movies that I went to the mall and fucking loved. Those were the shit.
0: Yeah. Those were the best movies. If you don't get drunk and like Triple X, then something is wrong with you. Oh, it's so dope. And then it's starring Brendan Fraser, Maria Bello as Rachel Wise.
1: Oh, my God. Or, I mean, as Evie. Maybe the worst impression of another actress of all time.
0: It had a uh, 10% Jet Li in it. Yeah. Yeah. 90% 90% Jet Li was, yeah. Jet Li might have been in the movie. His name is definitely in the movie. Definitely in the movie. It was on the, on the poster. And Michelle Gow, uh, straight yeah, up Mich- from
1: Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon to Tomb of
0: the Dragon Emperor. <laughs> she's, she's on brand, at the very least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you gotta be on brand. Studio Universal, PG-13, 112 minutes, and its Rotten Tomato rating was 12%. With 21 fresh ratings and 149 rotten ones. Damn. And the audience did not think highly of it, 30%. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Shout out the audience.
1: Good job, guys.
0: And it still raked in $401 million worldwide. Ooh. On a budget of $145 million. Yeah. It's the the lowest grossing Mummy movie, and it still made $401 million. The thing is, you could tell when you were watching it that the budget was
1: really legit. Like, they had some good cinematography at times, like, cool moves, and, like, the CGI was garbage, but you could tell they spent so much money on that. Yeah, if even the sets,
0: they, like, you're just like, you created a full tomb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that shit had traps in it. You know how much it is to make a booby trap nowadays? Oh, yeah. It's gotta be expensive. Fucking dragon, fucking arm bows and arrows thing? You know, in the trivia, it said that was based off of a real tomb. Oh, really? Yeah. I know.
1: You should just use the real fun. Okay, so
0: uh, you got any favorite blurbs?
1: Uh, I do, actually. Let me pull this up real quick.
0: Well, I'll start with your boy. Who we got? Roger Ebert. Oh, we got Ebert? Of the Chicago Sun-Times. Ooh. He said, Now why did I like this movie? It was just plain dumb fun is why. He gave it three out of five stars. Your boy, Roger Ebert, was down with the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor.
1: Man, I've told you this on the side, and I love Ebert, but there's some, if you go through his, and I have, if you go through his Rotten Tomatoes, you'll you'll find some outliers every once in a while when you're like, wait, he gave that movie, he gave Lakeview Terrace with Samuel four out of four stars? What the fuck? But I've always heard in little rumors every once in a while, you know, the studio's like, yeah, we'll throw you this if you uh, give us a positive blurb, and... Sometimes you got to think, well, maybe, I'm he not just, about some maybe he took a little cash hole and wrote that 3 out of 4, 3 out of 5 review on this. Meanwhile, his, his
0: boy Roper wrote, I was never a fan of the first two, but those are masterpieces compared to this clunk of junk.
1: Oh, clunk of junk, dude. That is, yeah, that's real. That kind of goes off, this is also kind of funny, considering we're talking about it now that The Mummy has just dropped, but in hindsight, in 2008, when these guys were talking about it, Joe Morganson of the Wall Street Journal said, the best news about this clangorous clunker is that it may well have vanquished the Mummy franchise. Sorry, bro. You're wrong again. I know. That's, same fucking, thing with AVP. Same with ABP.
0: <laughs> These critics you trying to kill the of the Insta
1: Street never go against the pre-existing property. They can always reboot it. They can make it. They can do whatever the fuck. I actually was looking at the history of the Mummy when I was, after I'd watched the movie, and I was looking at all the students, like, Universal has owned this, and they've been doing, you know, the Frankenstein. They have all the monsters, right? Yeah. And I was looking at all the classic 30s mummies Yeah, that. That 30s mummies. And then, yeah, and then they got this new stuff, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we'll do this version in the 90s. Turns out, eight years later, ten years later, oh, yeah, we're going to reboot this and make a shit ton of money, which they... Dude, yeah, it's, thus been, far, it's been 17 years. It's been 17 years.
0: I think it's <laughs> time for a new Mummy movie is what they didn't, should not have said. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one, though, is Mark Rayner of the Seattle Times. If movies were people, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor would be a total bimbo. Nice looking and kind of fun sometimes, but so unbearable, unbearably empty and dumb that it doesn't matter.
1: That is so on point. I actually picked that one as well, and I was just cracking up because it was so fucking true. Your mark it's just the most hot. plastic movie ever with no soul and just so stupid that you just, there's n- literally nothing about it that
0: I could say it was positive. We're going to get right into it. We're going to dig deep in the sand, go into the snow. We're <laughs> going to find some Yeti semen. We're going to hang out with Davo Seaworth Davos we Seaworth. With Davos Seaworth. We're going into the Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Look, kid, I put down more mummies in
1: my time than you. You put down one mummy,
0: Dad.
2: Yeah, same mummy. Twice.
0: So The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. First of all, did you like it? Absolutely not. Uh,
1: I I, would probably give it a zero out of four, to be honest. I couldn't find any redeeming quality from it. I was From the second it started, I was like, oh, fuck. All right, maybe it has 12%. Because there were times that it was in Mandarin or Chinese and they you couldn't tell how bad it was because everything that was spoken in English was a fucking travesty. And I, I was like when I first saw Maria Bello in it, I was like, is she on crack? Like, did she do drugs? Did they all do drugs to accept their roles in this movie? Like, where do you have to be as an actor to read that script
0: and be like, I'm there. Fuck yeah. Well, well that's why Rachel Wise didn't didn't go on it. It said that she had some problems with the script and she had just had a baby so oh. she didn't want to go to China and like hang out in China right after having a baby. And then Maria Bella was like, I'll do it. And then her quote on it was something like, this isn't the same Evelyn. It's a different Evelyn. This this girl can shoot guns and <laughs> fight. That's, that was her like reasoning on how it's a different character.
1: Rachel Weiss owned shit in those first two oh, movies. Oh yeah, no.
0: And... Maria Bello. I mean, I love me some Maria Bello. Yeah. I mean,
1: history of violence. History of
0: violence. That sex scene on the stairs. Oh my I will god! Never in forget the cheerleader
1: that sex outfit. Oh, <laughs> the cheerleader day.
0: outfit. That still haunts me to this day, in all like, day. in like the best That's way. Like
1: the only scene I remember from that movie. <laughs> I know, like, that and like great. all the,
0: all the people getting blapped yeah, on the, exactly. on the lawn. <laughs> exactly. Oh, spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, sorry guys.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's let's just start from the beginning. So we open on Brendan Fraser. Oh, well, we open. No, yeah, we open on. We're in China. We're in China. This isn't your average mummy. <laughs> we're in. We're in the BCs or the twelve oh sixes, the Terracotta Warrior times. Yep. And we got the first emperor that's trying to take over, and uh, he can master. He's like an Avatar Airbender. He can. He masters six elements. He can do. Was it. it five and elements?
1: Look, he is the most evil person of all time, too. Enslaving everybody at first. Well, I was like, wait, all right, what the fuck? Is he just killing all these innocent people? And then it was like, oh, and then they enslaved them and blah, blah. I was like, all right, this guy, the worst person who's ever lived.
0: Yeah. And then they find the sorceress. Yep. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Who has a thing with, I want to name my next. Guy. I'm going
1: to I'm gonna create a new Chinese fast food place called General Ming. <laughs> I saw his name was incredible. I was like, General Ming, that's
0: it. That's it. We're done. I would eat that kung pao. Let's go. <laughs> so he masters all the elements. He's trying to. Uh, he's trying to enslave the human race in the world, and gets the lady. Well, sends General Ming to go with this chick to the library because mm-hmm. they know there's something in this library that has all the secrets. They find all the secrets. What a surprise! She starts doing her sorcery magic. Yeah, I swear though, when she started doing sorcery, it looked like bamboo, like
1: table setters or whatever. It was like, wait, what does she actually read right now? That is just straight up
0: bamboo. Like, I put my plate on top of that when I eat. She's a a magician. She's a magician. She she sees stuff that we don't see. It's Michelle Yeoh. She saw the, the promise in Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragons. No doubt. So that says a lot. And so then we eventually get to the part where... Jet Li starts spitting mad mud and fire and and becomes stone. Yeah, and (laughs) it's like like
1: going crazy
0: (laughs) not after a very casual sex scene between General Ming and uh Yeah, in the the middle. uh, The
1: thing is the whole movie is really that Jet Li is just mad jealous because he wanted her and Ming fucked it all up. Ming was his right hand boy, you know, and then next thing you know, he's slaying the girl that he wants. It was all a revenge tactic. Yeah,
0: he was not very good at slaying her either. No. She full-on ran down all the stairs, got on a horse, and got away. Yeah. Just because everybody's spitting mud and fire and turned into stone and then getting buried. Yeah. It must have... They acted like the sand buried them in a couple seconds, but that probably took... A while. Hundreds of years yeah. <laughs> for all that sand to bury <laughs> and, those guys.
1: <laughs> and before that all happened, didn't he have a line or something where he just like yelled and he was like, I
0: am immortal now. And you're yeah. like, all right. He was pretty sure. pumped up. And then somehow they put his body in a tomb after that, but we'll get to that once they have to. So then we go to Brendan Fraser.
1: Oh, man. Who, who, in who's, oh, face. Yeah, who
0: had the opening line of, you can run, but you can't hide. Brendan Fraser fly fishing. <laughs> I would watch that movie alone. Just Brendan Fraser fly fishing.
1: hundred percent.
0: Oh yeah. Especially if he hook, when he hooked his neck, I laughed. I, I thought I, that I, I thought that was some good comedy. I thought it like, was classic. I love Brendan Fraser. Well, let me I'll just get that out there. I got like a thing from George of the Jungle, Bedazzled. I can I do not have a bad view of that guy. No matter how Something many patterns. can
1: only go so far. <laughs> and I think after the 90s, it kind of ended. Once he got into that journey of the center of the world, or yeah. Earth, whatever the fuck, and then this, I was like, oh no. And that's the thing, too, with that first fly fishing scene, is you could tell right away the tone of this movie... Was gonna be absolutely awful. Oh, yeah. And the jokes, and it was trying to be funny right away. He's struggling to fish, and the music is all like corny. And I was like, oh my god, this is all over the fucking place.
0: Oh, then it got way worse. And then once, it got worse. Once he way went back to the mansion worse. and Maria Bello, and they just showed. Like, we get that they're cooped up in a mansion and don't know what to do with their lives. Like, we understand they don't. You don't have to have them be like the most ridiculous people, just like falling asleep or like. Trying to have sex, but not so having many all these times. Indian trying Amanda. to have
1: sex. Yeah, Frazier's trying to have sex with her at first, and she's like, "No, I'm gonna type until I blah blah." And then he's like, "All right, for sure." And Then he goes upstairs. And now she's feeling it, and she's like yeah. doing all this sexy shit. You're like, all right, he's sitting in the corner. Like, what is he doing? Rolls up. He's snoring. Ha <laughs> <Corn laughs> ha. Yep. fuck.
0: is and, and then she, we open on her in a book reading. And why is she reading the last page and the last sentence yeah. in a book reading? Do you do that in a book reading? I thought you read, like, passages in the middle of the book. I don't think that you read the entire book and then end it. And every single person there is like, Oh, ten, they all wake up, and they're like, 10 hours later, this was the best book yeah, reading that I've ever been to. Alert,
1: I'm going to give you the end. This is my favorite yeah,
0: part. Yeah, I'm going to sell you this book by telling you exactly what happens at the very end of it.
1: And also, I didn't know, like, I don't know the characters' names well enough, and I didn't remember from the other ones. So when Rick, I first, Rick and Evelyn. When I first oh, yeah. saw her, at first I didn't even realize it was Marie Bello. I was like, who the fuck is that? Is she trying to be Rachel Weiss? Is she like that same character? Do they just cast Yeah, I thought it was else? just the new character. Yeah. You right? just married somebody else. Exactly. I had no idea. And then it became apparent that no, that is Maria Bello trying
0: to be Rachel Weiss. Poor Maria. So then we cut to the son, who is uh, apparently ditching class and is a world famous archaeologist at the same time, <laughs> and somehow discovers the tomb of the Dragon Emperor.
1: Yeah, how did they also not age at all? Yeah, by having they didn't age at all, but
0: he got 15 years older. Yeah, he's like
1: in his 20s, (laughs) trying to be Indiana Jones, and they look exactly the same. They were probably like, what, 10 years older, actually, as actors than that
0: guy. Does Brendan Fraser ever get older? I'm not really sure. No, I don't think so. So, this brings up how...
1: He's actually a mummy. (laughs) ...how
0: shitty archaeologists are in movies. Like, they come in there, and they are just busting through this place... And, like, destroying everything. Yeah, like,
1: no regard for anything.
0: An archaeologist's job is to, like, brush sand away for their entire lives. Like, yeah. that's all they do is they just sit there and They're brush.
1: they Yeah, they have... <laughs> the last thing they want to do is break anything old or, like, mess with it. And these guys just fucking gung-ho. Yeah, they
0: just bomb.
1: They, yeah, like, they could just literally blow this shit up. Literally
0: put a bomb in the door to open it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so then, Brendan Fraser, of course, gets talked in to go into going to China and like... The stupidest way possible.
1: Yeah.
0: They just talked each other into it, which we all knew was going to happen. Let's go visit our brother-in-law, blah, blah. So they make the excuse that they're, oh, we can visit my brother-in-law. We don't know that our son's there. And then they get there, and they figure out that the son discovered the tomb, and then it leads to that weird fight in the bar. Yeah. Where they find Sir Davos.
1: They find Sir Davos, which I was pleasantly surprised. Yes. I was like, at first I was like, God damn it, Doc. You're way better than this Lean coming for it. And then I was like, Lean coming him. And then I was like, you know what? He wasn't Davos yet. He was, like, still trying to make it. Yeah. So you can't was, hate on him too hard. He was
0: putting in his hours, man. He was just trying to get that checked. But he was definitely a pilot that could land on anything. No doubt. Which, for sure, is going to come back up in the movie. What a surprise. And then they decide to... So, the son is... So, what they didn't explain was... Why they all hate each other? Or yeah. like why? Why the, are the son family
1: being... always like?
0: It's so. Why awkward. were they bickering? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're fighting and they're was that like... set up in the Mummy Returns? I I haven't seen the second Mummy in a long time. Yeah. But he was, he was so like ten young, years old. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you can't. He's not. A... So they didn't explain this whole falling out. So you didn't even know like why the son. He just didn't want to be in his dad's shadow, but his dad like gives him a hard time all the time. But he you don't even he's know exactly like his dad. Yeah. He's doing the exact. And same you don't experience. even know that until it's actually like. They actually meet up again?
1: Yeah, it's because he followed that Wilson guy all the way in there and, yeah. like, trusted him over his folks, which made no sense.
0: Yeah, and then that guy <laughs> ended up just being gone from the movie, like, right after The double-crossing, The, 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 yeah. the double-crosser double always goes down in mummy movies. Always. In any movie where you awaken a spirit, it's the guy that, like, gets the spirit awoken. It was also,
1: like, no once chance. they were in the tomb, and they were, like, it was him and Wilson, and Wilson gets, like, Blapped from behind by the ninja chick who we'll yeah. talk about and then he like falls through and he's like in the tomb and there's the other thing it's like where were all the other people that were outside the tomb when you guys first started and also why the fuck aren't you guys getting out of there right now
0: like, i know they, the they, went in with, they went in with six of them and four of the guys die instantly i would instantly. just be like i'd be like let me out of here yeah exactly
1: <laughs> like, it was like oh We've got some excavation to do, and, like, let's keep doing this, even though these guys just got flat Yeah,
0: even though, like, the people you've been working with for months, like, your good friends just got, one of them got gassed, and, like, his face boiled and he yeah. died, and then the next guy gets arrowed in the back, and then, like, this chick comes down and starts defending the tomb. Like. Yeah,
1: and the arrows were so, they missed for so long. It was like, you could have ran five miles before it hit you.
0: Yeah, and then so they get they get there and then they somehow pull all that stuff out without any other booby traps and they convince the ninja girl to go away by just beating her up. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Like
1: they yeah, I just fought you but I kind of love you, so I'll see you later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the sexual tension was palpable in the very beginning which they wanted you to think, but you didn't get any of that. There was a
1: lot of weird sexual There's a bunch going of weird on. sexual
0: stuff. I Oh yeah, so then right after that They all go to, like, check out the mummy. Yeah. Because, of course, Brennan Fraser's like, show me this mummy that you found and stuff like that. And they're all still pissed about it. And then the kid's like, don't open the tomb while I'm gone. I'm going to be pissed, Dad. Like, do not open this tomb. And then, of course, Wilson and the Chinese guard comes in and then they open the tomb. And then it turns out that the tomb is just the decoy. Yeah. And it turns out that Jet Li was inside of the stone the whole time, but he was a stone inside of the stone. Yeah, exactly. It was like, what the fuck? All right, so, wasn't
1: he just standing there with his horses the whole time? Yeah, like... a
0: stone guy busted out of another stone guy <laughs> to ride a horse that came to life as a stone. Yeah. Which led to the intense chase scenes throughout the, uh... Throughout Shanghai. Yes, Shanghai. That... That looked like it cost a lot of money.
1: Oh, that was, yeah, that was the thing. It was like, all right, the production design is kind of good here. It looks like 1940s Shanghai. Definitely, this is just, The Mummy is just such an Indiana Jones ripoff. Oh, you yeah. Know? And so that's like exactly what they were trying to get in when they were doing that. But it was just so funny when it was him and the girl, like, underneath the fucking thing. And then you have the classic, the brother always is driving or doing something. And oh, yeah. It's just
0: so incapable of what he's trying to do. Just throw one-liners out there every single time. Him and Brendan Fraser are just like, only one-liners during chase scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Brendan's just like, watch where you're going! And they're just like, going through all of these streets, and then he's riding the horse... Yeah. And the horse loses his head and he's riding that horse.
1: My ass is on fire! <laughs> I don't even know if that was when that happened, but it was just like, oh my god, dude. literally
0: have nothing to do. And then just like, shit. the cart that they have in a jack was just full of fireworks and the fireworks are going off the whole way down. Dude,
1: yeah, and then when the fireworks, when the explosion happened, I swear it was like 10 to 15 cuts. It was like, one angle,
0: another angle, another angle, another angle, another angle. It was absurd. Well, they could only afford to do it once, so they needed all the cameras on it. And then they're just like, let's just make this a minute long. Let's just blow this shit up. And then that leads to uh, the after scene where they're just like, okay, so the mummy's gone. Now what? And uh, they're like, well, we still have, or they still had the eye of the thing. Yeah, right? the thing that, yeah. that,
1: that's what brought them there. Yeah, that's what cause...
0: brought them there. So they still had that. So the mummy needs that. But for some reason they go to seek out the mummy anyway. Yeah. Even though he needs to find them to get it. But while they're in the bar, there's that super weird uh is it the sex talk yeah, with the his sex mom? Yeah, the sex talk with his mom. When
1: she's uh, he's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. I've got I've I've been around a lot of women. I've had plenty yeah, of sex, I've mom." I've had plenty of sex and she's like, "Oh, you
0: know, I've had my fair share of uh, experience with the opposite sex."
2: Really? Uh, how many experiences are we talking about? Uh, well uh, <laughs> you shouldn't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to, okay mom?
0: Right. And it wouldn't have been so weird if that was like the only time that it happened, but they brought it up like two Most more two times, times in the movie. I like, swear they were talking... the son talking to his mom about sex. Yeah, him and Brennan
1: Fraser when they're looking at the guns and shit and they're like doing shit, I swear they were just talking about their dicks.
2: Have you ever seen a Walter P-38? Pretty compared to the peacekeeper. Well, it's not a bad size that. It's a bad stamina. Oh yeah, like, which is
1: The fuck is this shit? Is this supposed to be funny? Like what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was Fast and Furious talking or what, but those, yeah, was... those guys really wrote it like that. And then of course that leads to Sodavos, who is now a pilot. Yeah. Uh, flying them flying Can... them into the into the mountains with a yak. With the yak. The yak was my second favorite part of the movie, yeah. just because of the sheer like, what the fuck is a yak doing? There? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Did they... much, isn't that a lot of weight as you're like flying in, in the a fucking, tiny ass plane? Yeah, in the yeah tiny plane in the snow. Like, and they what the could, fuck?
0: they couldn't hold off from the yak yacked joke, and the yak throws up <laughs> everywhere on everybody. And then they land and they get down there and they just let the yak go in the middle of the fucking mountains. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> like, and the brother Did you just bring the yak up there just to set it free? Is that like the reason this yak was in the plane? you were bre- he was like I'm flying this yak up to the mountains <laughs> to set it free. You guys want to ride? Well, <laughs> just hitch a ride up there. So they all decided the to that Yak get up there. was
1: definitely the love interest for the brother.
0: Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. He was he the...
1: that cow for a second. And you're like, "Whoa, what the f- Fuck
0: he, yeah! <laughs> British guys have all the luck with all the yaks.
1: It's a true imperialist tale.
0: <laughs> and then, so then we get to the second climax. There's like what three action sequences in this whole movie? Yeah, and, they're and the all first like one really is in long. first one's in the town. Yeah, and then the second one is in the mountains at apparently another tomb of another dragon emperor. Shangri-La the Shangri La. The Shangri La. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was Los Angeles, but. It's not No And uh, before we keep yapping on We're just gonna go ahead and bring in our guests for this episode Right after this commercial message From our sponsors that don't exist yet
2: My name is Scott McGrath The day before my 8th birthday I fell in a pile of fire ants And suffered significant wounds On over 70% of my body Since that day I have made a solemn vow To kill every insect on planet earth I hate them with the passion of a religious zealot Speaking of religion, of all the biblical plagues, I hate the locust plague the most. For the last 12 years, my white-hot rage has materialized in the form of my business, McGrath Pest Control. I have harnessed this unforgivable intolerance of insects and released the wrath of my fury on bugs in and around the homes of Houston. I will kill those bugs in any way that I can. Chemicals, my boot, my bare fist, or any other object that can end the life of an insect. Call 281-469-8240 and give me the honor of killing bugs at your house. I also hate rats and spiders. Go to McGrathPestControl.com.
0: And welcome back. We're here with our guest for this evening, Alex Kaljakis, our graphic designer of our podcast logo, so we had to get him on just to thank him. So this is really just a favor that we're doing. So if it's if he's a bad guest, it's not our fault. It was part of the, uh, the contract that we wrote up. Alex, how you doing?
3: <laughs> Firstly, I, I appreciate the glowing introduction. That was <laughs> that was awesome. I'm glad.
0: But uh, so tell us how you saw I Mummy mean, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Oh,
3: well, before out we before we keep going, 2008, if I'm correct. Yep. Yep. Um, so that means. Yeah, so I was back in my hometown working at a pizza place, so well, a lot of the time, uh, me and my coworkers would probably just go get High's Giraffe Pussy and go hit <laughs> the movie theater. Uh, and we saw a lot of gems over those, over those summers of like 2008, 2009, so like, the Mummy was included in that. I, would, I think GI Joe was in that. Like there, there was just a lot of movies we saw that we were laughing, but not when we should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I can honestly say the Mummy was one of those movies.
0: Well, we're bringing you in right at the climax of the movie. The. Uh the mountain snow scene. Oh yeah. Can we
3: talk about the yetis? Yes. We gotta talk about the talk about
0: the best then? part of the movie. The, the best bomb. part of the movie. <laughs> so they're there trying to defend this place from a Chinese army, and for some reason she comes outside and yeah. does her little call, and then we just get yetis in the building.
1: And they just fuck shit up for a little bit too. And at first they don't they come down and they see like Frasier or his brother or the brother-in-law, he's like, no, I'm on your team and shit. And they're like, all right, for sure. Now we're just going to keep going fucking up these other people. It was just so random. It was just like, all right, let's just throw in, let's just throw in. And the thing is, it was foreshadowing because we got even some more gnarly
0: monsters as we kept going. Oh, definitely. I think it had, it, it had that uh, Lord of the Rings, like... Uh, the flat the the birds oh yeah the exactly e- the eagles that that Gandalf always calls in yeah. it was just like just calling the yeti's call, call the, yetis. the yeti's we're going to get this stuff done. Release the yeti's <laughs> and so so the yeti's come in and then we have like a pretty solid fight yeah and but, i thought but, it was... uh,
3: what's her name though the the younger ninja. The, the younger ninja, ninja she's like she makes some like weird she's like oh <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then they just like show up uh, out of nowhere yeah like just like
0: the call, call of the,
1: the yeti
3: fuck
0: <laughs> and then they bring it they bring it down to uh the brother to like throw the bomb and oh my like, god why am so i always the bomb? they yeah. always
1: do that oh shit oh oh i'm gonna get hit drops the matches
3: the bomb is still waiting after watching spartacus i've never looked at that guy the same ever again <laughs> whatever that actor's name is that plays the brother yeah John exactly because yeah. he plays like such a like uh mischievous like evil person in that in that show so but it's like no you're that goofy you're that
0: goofy you're, brother. Yeah, from, you're the, the English brother that runs yeah. that runs you're like You're the clumsy bar owner You run an Egyptian bar in China. Yeah exactly.
1: is the bar called like Otep or whatever? Emotep. Emotep in real Emotep. life
0: it was called Emoteps. yeah, yeah. So we can just skip past like uh the whole the whole fight scene. Jet Li, of course, ends up on top of the building. He's still not Jet Li yet, by He's the way. He's Jet, still not Jet he
1: only was really Jet Li in the beginning, the very and end, the, and the very, very end. end. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the movie he was a
3: CGI Yeah. Fuck anyway. Do we know how much he got paid for this? Because he got paid for, like, ten minutes of screen because the rest was, like, CGI. And And then he became other
1: monsters and shit. I mean, he must have got paid a lot, too. And it was also probably not the best time in Jet Li's career. Yeah, towards the tail end. Towards the tail end. Like, him trying to get back. Oh, yeah. But, like... Somebody
0: was was telling me that he... uh, said he wasn't going to do movies anymore, and then all of a sudden signs up for the Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Oh, my And then
3: God. he the Expendables after that. There's three Expendables. That, or no, no, the, he was in the second and the third, right? Yeah. I don't know.
0: I've, yeah, I he was, seen, he was. This he is he was,
1: past was. the Romeo must die era. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was a... So I wrote down an hour and 29 minutes into this hour and 50 minute movie was when we first saw Jet Li do martial arts.
1: That is true. I fucking remember <laughs> that.
0: that how, do you, how do you not make... Gently do martial arts the entire fucking movie. Yeah, like, exactly. Even as a stone person, he should be doing martial arts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even
1: if he was stoned, he should be doing yeah. fucking martial arts. Even
0: as a dragon, he should have been doing martial arts. Like when he when he turns into a dragon, I don't know why that guy's just not a martial arts dragon.
3: Yeah. Okay, but
0: go, we're we, we're skipping going ahead. Back the, going
3: back to the Yetis though, do you remember that part where they kicked that dude through what looks like goalposts? And then one of the Yeti, they both put their hands up like if the field goal is good. Like, oh why do these Yetis know about American football? Oh God. What? Do you God. remember that scene? That, that's the scene I always remember.
0: So this about. whole movie takes place in 1946. So that, I don't even know if American football was like just the started. NFL just is like in its like
3: early stages. Yeah.
0: The Browns
1: yeah. were good. That was, was the
3: last time the Browns were good at
0: yeah. football.
1: The yet-
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jim Brown isn't even on the Browns yet. <laughs> yet yeah, these Yetis apparently know about American football and know that the the kick was good. The kick was good. The kick was, no seriously, like how do you uh, see that? that's the kind of thing yeah. that they just the, the shtick of this all these
1: little yeah. gimmicks that they were like, oh it's gonna be cute, and fun so insulting. Just yeah. idiotic.
0: <laughs> so he of course gets a hold of the the eye of the thing. Of course. He puts it on the thing that he's not supposed to put it on. Let's uh, rise
1: the army back up. Yeah,
0: for some reason, the little ninja girl could not stop him. What a surprise. Brendan Fraser tries to get in a hand-to-hand fight with him. And of course, Brendan Fraser can't gets handle it. fucked <laughs> up, yeah. yeah. And then, bomb goes off because, oh no, so the sun, so Brendan Fraser sacrifices himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, gently throws the sword, right? And it's going right at the sun. Brendan Fraser's like, saw me, dog. Yeah, exactly. Jumps in front, straight through the heart. Dead on the spot, <laughs> like, brought back to life instantaneously. Yeah, doesn't even matter. The sun just tosses Mulan style, just throws the bomb up in the hills and hopes that hopes that it causes an avalanche. Yeah, both, both times it's having to work, but I'm not convinced that that works every time. But uh, buries everybody to the rescue, though the yetis. The, the yetis. the Yetis pull everybody out of this out of this avalanche. I have also,
1: I was like. Fuck! Did they survive this avalanche? Yes. They got destroyed. Like they are buried. Like they're tumbling down. That's some like thick rocks and ice and snow. I was like, how the hell are they still alive?
0: <laughs> yeah, the only people that have survived that is the bad guy Mulan. Like exactly. <laughs> I guess Shane, Whatever.
1: I guess Michelle Yeoh and her daughter are like immortals. Oh, so you could, yeah. you know, it's it's
0: it's. But Brendan Fraser and his son, not immortal. Yeah, which brings us to the next part. Which turns out that the eye wasn't even that big a deal. Really like, not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, the eye was just like what kept him going. It was really the pool Yeah. that we hadn't heard about the whole movie the, up until that part. The whole movie, yeah. And then they say like, don't let him in this pool. This is the actual thing that he can't get in because then he can turn into any monster he wants. And we're just low like... Lo and behold. <laughs> Lo and behold. Jet Li immediately gets in the pool. She's like, I'll take first watch. And then while that's happening, saves Sabrina Frazier... With her magic. Yeah. With the pool magic. And then she's like, I'll take first watch. And then next thing you know, Jet Li busts in there, dies right in the pool. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just like, oh, what's going to happen now? Jet going to turn into a dragon. <laughs> and then he turns into a dragon. Was Did he to re- turn into re- the arms, dragon? By the way. First, was or did he
1: turn into that, like, lion, monster, dragon. yeti thing? I think thing. the dragon was he first. Into, and so then he's it the was the three-headed dragon. Yeah, and he first flying. he was the three-headed dragon. And and then, and... I'm
3: the only one that knows he had three arms, though, which is really weird. <laughs> he had
1: three Yeah, arms, so, three...
0: He had
3: three heads and three arms, so only one arm per head. Which <laughs> doesn't seem very economical. He just had... Two arms on his left <laughs> yeah. and right and then an arm in the and then yeah, like just t Rex arms too. It's just like you're not gonna be able to do
2: much with
0: this <laughs> When Jet Lee was coming up with what type of dragon he wanted to be, he was like, yeah, so I so want three, three heads, uh three arms, uh <laughs> three <laughs> three like, dicks three yeah, dicks. yeah. Dicks. yeah just like <laughs> th- you Gotta think quicker, Jet, you gotta think quicker. <laughs>
1: they were just like, Fuck it, we've spent a lot of money on the visual effects. Yeah. No one's gonna pay attention. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> doesn't he like kidnap the girl and they start flying away?
0: Yeah, he flies away with the girl for what reason? I'm not sure. Probably to just have sex with her, because he wanted her. He was like, I think no, i gonna get your mom,
1: but now I'm gonna get. I'm gonna I think get it cheese. was
0: because he wanted her, right? Because there was no other reason for him to take her. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, "Oh shit! They just flew away on a dragon. How are we gonna catch up?" And they're like, "We forgot Davos is just chilling up the there." The next
1: cut, they're like in the <laughs> sky, in the, in the
0: plane above they're the dragon. They're tracking the
1: dragon. You're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And Davos then just been
0: chilling. Then all of a sudden, they land back in the desert. It was in the desert, right? They landed again. Yeah, yeah. They land back in the desert, and I'm like, they didn't see each other in the sky the whole time, or like the dragon didn't see the him. Dragon was like sky trying fight? to
1: like get out of the way. Yeah, they could have
0: got. There could have been a huge sky battle at that point, but nope. They're just like, and they landed, and everybody's in the same place at the same time now, and now Terracotta Warrior is about to be resurrected, and Michelle Yeoh is like, we gotta get an army too, so she does the Gandalf thing again. General Ming's chicken. Yeah, General Ming. She's like, where's my boy at? forgot he's he's a skeleton he also
1: going back to he got fucked up when he died oh, like yeah? he got tied up and then they pulled <laughs> just, his limbs apart like he was fucking <laughs> destroyed <laughs> dude so <laughs> I mean, he comes out when it, he's yeah, back and happen. he's like has one arm and
0: the other arm ar- his own arm is just holding the sword that was pretty great so then he's a dragon and then it it's the final battle of the film and it's oh the CGI versus CGI video game yeah is the skeletons <laughs> versus the terracotta warriors and then like the dragon versus the kid and the girl who yeah. who at this point have realized that they're in love with each other absolutely and they've talked about how they can't be together because she's mortal and he's mortal and he's like his his line or something like that. oh yeah I have no problem dating an older woman I'm afraid we
1: can't be together
2: Because I'm gonna live forever. I don't want to watch you die. So what, that's it? You're just gonna sit on the sidelines for eternity.
1: She's Melisandre from Game of Thrones. She takes out that thing and she's this haggard, old, 7 housing, so however the fuck old she is, woman. And he's like, a 22-year-old. Yeah. So, mad ups, cougar life.
0: Yeah, nice. and then uh, Maria Bello gets to show off her shooting skills with back-to-back with Brendan Fraser, and they're yep. just, like, tearing down skeletons, or, like, terracotta guys. Yeah. And then, for some reason, Jet Li can't turn into a dragon anymore, so he decides to go into, like, the lion, la- the, it's, like, the, the lion king. The lion, it's, like, a lion with, like, a lizard face, like, like, yeah, it was, I couldn't put my finger on what it was. Yeah, but. they made they some mean, shit like, up, they created the some yeah. new shit.
3: He like, he, like, charged and then, like, ripped down the plane that Davos was flying. Yeah. In. Then they somehow... So, did he die? or I, I don't remember. I think they
0: wounded him, him enough like to where he couldn't be a dragon anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, Davos came in for the win on that one. He really was saving their asses. Dude, like, he killed the it. Place. Like, if it wasn't for Davos, first of all, that yak wouldn't have gotten back to his home. It <laughs> would have been
3: all that great comedy <laughs> on the plane. Yeah, all the plane
0: comedy. Yeah. And then this all leads up to Jet Lee's first martial arts after he becomes the uh, the lion tiger thing, mm. he somehow gets hurt again. He gets he gets sliced with a dagger that can only kill him, right? Gets sliced with that, and then he's finally Jet Li again. And this is like the first Jet Li we've seen in the movie, and it's like the last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. And he he gets in his martial arts fight with first with the chick and then with Brendan Fraser. And then he he's about to he's about to do something. Yeah, and then they the dagger gets broken in half, and then they do the double stab. Brendan Fraser stabs from the front, and his son stabs from the like jumps and stabs it from the back, and then the dagger connects inside of Jet Li's body, which somehow is enough to kill him. Exactly. And then he, this time, instead of turning into like mud and fire, he just turns into lava. Boy, and uh, <laughs> just... uh,
1: he looks like the guy in Dune that like is like sitting at the <laughs> dinner table, and then all of a sudden is like he's just billowing. He's like in Total Recall when it's just that one. Fat, ugly shit, and it just—he blows up and just explodes <laughs> out. He's like a
0: gusher. He's a human gusher. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. And uh, and then it goes straight to the club, and they're all back at the club. Raging. Everything, everything's Dude. cool. Everything's cool. Slow dancing. First of all, Davos is running the club now because the brother is like, "Fuck this noise! I'm out of here." Steals the steal the gem so they can set up another movie. Just, I'm going just, to just I, I'm going
1: to fucking South America. I'm going to the Aztecs. It could you know the next one. The best part of the ending too was I don't know if you notice the, the like the title card or graphic card and it said, "Soon after mummies were found in Peru." But it looked like it could have been typed on, like, iMovie with, like, the basic font and just, like, thrown in the last <laughs> second to be like, yeah, we're going to make another one of these. And then when it ended, I was like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was which they did, like, an infomercial. I was like,
3: soon after, mummies were found.
1: Yeah, It's always great when a blockbuster, like, tries to do the thing where they're, like, setting it up for the next one even yes, though it was it. so bad that there wasn't gonna there's no way that there was gonna what be would an one. what would the mummy
0: that the mummy in Peru in Inca, like, yeah,
1: actually wrote out. it on the trivia and it said that like a few people like Frazier had signed up for it and of if it had it gotten made Antonio Banderas was gonna be uh, the bad guy and I was like I kinda wanna see I that would see
3: now a I wanna see the shit of Antonio Banderas I see it if he was the next XB <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the bad
0: guy yeah, that or like Zorro
3: it's apocalypto meets
0: okay do you have any uh you have any final thoughts on the movie uh, alex we kind of covered i definitely
3: agree that maria bello made that movie just it was already a bad movie but maria bello just made that just excruciating yeah it's just it just doesn't work it just it it doesn't work she had so many cheesy lines there was some outright just there was some like she she was captain obvious the entire movie she would just be shouting things like that for instance that that scene with the pool she's like, oh my god he's about to get back his powers
1: <laughs> it's like really there was so much of that like the dialogue was all for the story yeah like when the ninja girl i don't even know what her name is so i'm just going to call her ninja don girl <laughs> but she would just be like ninja and Dan. then we have to go to the blah to do this so that doesn't happen blah, blah. and then you cut to and that's exactly what's happening I just was thinking the whole time too. I was like, I, I wish I could be in the room when they were editing. Like, what are they saying or thinking and being like, Dude, "This is so fucking bad." Like,
3: I holy guarantee you that shit. movie only made four hundred million dollars. Because <laughs> three hundred and eighty million dollars of that movie was China. <laughs> oh no yeah, no, way. it
0: was. Uh, it was one forty. It was one hundred and two U.S. So three hundred million came yeah. yeah. from Really? Yep. Yeah. Really. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna end the movie talk and go straight into the game. So I, I made up two two little games for you guys to play. So the first one uh, we're gonna do is Jet or Jackie. Ooh. So I'm gonna describe a movie and you tell me if this is a Jet Li movie or if this is a Jackie Chan movie. Oh, okay.
1: okay.
0: And uh, you can buzz in whenever you feel like you have the Just answer. Just by the title. Just by the synopsis. Should oh, we, synopsis. we do a
1: sound effect for buzz or
0: how should we? Uh, say say your say your name. Do the
3: call for the yeti to buzz
0: in? <laughs> you can be the yeti call. <laughs> I tried
3: to do a Chewbacca thing
0: last night, so I was just thinking about that, and I was like, no, maybe it some, try. Like, I'm not gonna do
1: another hor- fucking weird noise. She did noise. some like
3: horrific, and, like r- you showed it like rippling through the mountains. Just
0: say your like- name. Say your name to buzz in. Okay, okay. Here we go. First movie: a black guy and a Chinese guy team up to SC get SC back. Essie Rush Hour.
1: But we didn't. you didn't go far enough to know which one it was, huh?
0: Yeah, it's so a guess one. Let's go Rush Hour 2. Okay, I'll finish it up and you try to guess, Alex. And I'll tell you if you're right Can after. Can I say the same? A black guy and a Chinese guy team up to get back some prize diamonds and rescue a girl. Rush Hour. Okay, the answer is Cradle to the Grave starring DMX Damn! and Jet Li. <laughs>
3: wow! I had a
1: feeling... I actually thing. now <laughs> remember that. I love that movie because that movie... <laughs> What dropped with that movie was "Excalibur." Give it to you. That was the when trailer th- song. X that was everything. It to you. Yeah, and I fucking love that song in middle school. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wait for us to just generalize that right away. Okay. Rush hour. This
0: is okay. So, so movie movie number two. I'm
1: actually gonna wait. A white oh, a nine. white
0: guy and a Chinese guy team up and make their way to London with revenge Shana. on their minds. As he as he gets the point that on was that really one, close. yeah, you guys both I had it Shanghai, right was the second one? Shanghai Noon yeah. and Shanghai what Nights. What was <laughs> like,
1: Shanghai what's Shanghai the second one? OG classic forever.
0: Yeah, and the last one we got is a discovery is made by a kung fu obsessed American teen, and sends him on an adventure to China, where he joins up with a band of martial arts warriors in an order to free the imprisoned Monkey King.
1: Oh God! Uh, fuck. Is this the tuxedo?
0: No, the, the synopsis for the tuxedo was, a chauffeur uses a tuxedo God, <laughs> <tuxedo." laughs> this
3: can is... I, can I get that? Can I get a repeat of the
0: synopsis? A discovery made by a kung fu-obsessed American teen sends him on an adventure to China where he joins up with a band of martial arts warriors in order to free the imprisoned Monkey King.
1: Why do I think it's like
0: bulletproof monk? But that t- that's like Chow Yun-Fat, uh, that, that isn't even...
3: Yeah, Jackson,
0: well, you can just you can top. just take a guess on, you, I think you it's 50, 50 I think chance. it's Jackie Chan.
3: Yeah, I think it's Jackie Chan
0: too. Well, you got it half right because it's Jackie Chan and Jet Li in the Forbidden Kingdom. Oh my <laughs> oh, <yeah>! God! <laughs> now I can see up. that cover. I it was
1: something Kingdom. God, that's uh, <laughs> that was that was. Additional.
0: And now we're gonna go into the second game, which is called Fraser or Fraser. Ooh. I'm going to say a quote, and you have to tell me if Brendan Fraser said this or if. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer as Dr. Fraser, if, as Dr. Fraser. As Dr. Fraser Crane said this quote. Ooh, all right. Okay. First one we got. You dream about dead guys, Brendan. I'm going Kelsey Grammer. The answer is Brendan. Ooh. In the Mummy, the original Mummy. Yeah.
1: That was automatic. That was too yeah. Easy. That, yeah.
0: Some. It, I try to. I try to make The it up, dead guys. Work, it's, it's It's tough.
1: Yeah. No, the first Monday, I, I so, feel like
0: yeah. that's something that uh somebody could've said. So excuse me, kitty. I'll be right back after I choke my monkey. Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser. Essie gets it in the movie Markey Bone. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little too easy. Like a little fun. too easy. I know that was the speed yeah. round on that one. And Alex, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the point so far? So we got we got two for Essie and one for Alex. Okay, the next one. Maybe my caveman ancestors invented the wheel or something. I'm Fraser not sure. Crane. Fraser Crane. I was gonna say Fraser Crane as well. It's actually Brendan Fraser in an interview.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> mentioned that oh, his
3: <laughs> What's the movie where he was like the kid? Ca- yeah, the, the Caveman?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was Encino Man. And uh, oh in God. an interview about Encino Man, that's what he mentioned. <laughs>
3: yeah, I was gonna say it must be pertaining to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we got what Fresh Hell Awaits? Oh, go
1: ahead. Yeah, that's what, I didn't
0: say words, <laughs> but that's what it, I meant to say. <laughs> yep, Essie. Well, it didn't matter because you got it wrong. It's definitely... No, it's Crane, and uh, So Alex gets that point, and uh, <gasps> it, yeah, it turned out to be a tie. Okay, so the tiebreaker. I'm going to make up a movie name, and <laughs> you guys got to tell me who would be better in this movie, Tom Cruise or Brendan Fraser. We'll start okay. with Essie. This is, this is like Around the Horn. Yeah. The movie title is... Here we go again.
1: Alright. Here we go again. I'm casting Tom Cruise. Thing is, Brendan Fraser, you have just saw what his greatest hits collection does by watching Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. That's a stale-ass role that isn't going anywhere, and the movie got even worse. He peaked in the 90s, and maybe Tom Cruise did also, but you know what? Here we go again. Mission Impossible is one series. Then he does Jack Reacher which wasn't great, but I will watch Jack Reacher over Mummy Tomb of the fucking Dragon Empire any day
0: of the week. Okay, so uh, that means you have to choose Brandon Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now pitch me uh You didn't pitch me a movie. What's a, oh. what's a... Give me just like one little plot point. Just give me something that happens. In, tagline? Give me something that happens and here we go again.
1: Here we go again, featuring Tom Cruise. He scales the newest, tallest building of the world and does... <laughs> All of his own stunts.
0: Perfect, perfect. Okay, so Alex, uh, you got Brendan Fraser in the movie. Here we go again. So do I need to explain it? Yeah. Like, why? Tell me what. Tell me what the movie is, and then explain why that it's a better movie.
3: Here we go again. I could honestly see as a redeeming picture for Brendan Fraser, um, where he plays a struggling actor that was. That had like one of those shooting star moments where he's kind of famous for the wrong reasons. And it's about him trying to get himself out of you know mediocrity. He's he has this potential to get this big name, get onto this big name film. He won't be the star, but it will be, it'll allow him to finally not be a joke anymore. And it's kind of like a dramedy, if you will. And um, it kind of just shows the human side of being an actor
0: okay okay give me uh, give me one brief scene in that movie or what what what's the movie that he's he's getting the role for?
3: So this movie would be kind of a coming of age film where he is part of a family that his brother is struggling with alcohol abuse and he's there for his wife and then there's a lot of tension, sexual tension between the wife and the <laughs> Yeah. <him>. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm on board for it. I'm going to, I'm going to give the point to, to Alex. <laughs> just,
1: Dude, just that because. was an intellectual film right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <right? laughs> I need it to, to a whole nother yeah. level. Brendan Fraser's the career, Brendan Fraser's
0: <laughs> career is back. After Everybody that movie. loves <laughs> a
3: comeback story. Especially I just love for a, the guy, man. Look. I feel bad for the guy. I really hope that something, I love, I love redemption movies, you know, like Mickey Rourke. Like, you know, guys, yeah. yeah, guys that guys that can that was, or you know even Robert Downey Jr. was down in the dumps at one point. Look at him now. Like, you know, yeah, he,
0: studios, make a fucking rain on me Adam Sandler type of movie for Brennan Fraser. There you go. Okay, and uh now we're gonna we're gonna finish up the pod. So you gotta you gotta blurb? I I have mine ready to go. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> My blurb for the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor is Dragons, Yetis. Monsters that we're not quite sure what it is. Snow, sand, Asian women, white men. What Uh, more could you want? A lot more, actually.
1: (laughs) That is awesome. That is awesome. I was just so angry when I was watching this (laughs) that I didn't try to be funny. I just was like, Tomb of the Dragon fucking Emperor. This is an insult to the audience that they think this is fucking acceptable. (laughs) They had so much money to use and the one thing they didn't invest in were writers. The
3: Mummy 3 should have stayed buried like, Brendan Fraser's career.
1: Okay. Ooh! Yeah. He just well, defended Shout out! <laughs> yeah. Damn, you just made a comeback movie for him that right? Yeah. Well, I'm talking,
0: okay.
3: yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. as if I'm in the I, moment of yeah,
0: 2008. Yeah. You know, like, 2008, Alex. Yeah, right. yeah.
3: And then the other one I came up with was I'd rather watch the Scorpion King in Mandarin played backwards
0: than the money <laughs> <three>. <laughs> That actually sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's our show for today. Thanks for coming on, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Thanks again as far as you guys. Sorry if the sound is kind of off. Uh, we are recording inside of a living room. And uh, this is our first time not in a most legit studio. You can blame our producer for that. Yeah, fuck you, Kyle. Kyle, thanks a lot, Kyle.
1: Really God ruined it. <laughs> really ruined it for us. It adds to the charm. Keep giving us negative reviews. We want to be at that. Yeah, 1%. we're still going for that
0: one. Give us, give us a one out of five stars, but write a good review about us inside the comments. Uh, or just give us a listen. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at Real Rotten on both of those things. Uh, read the website. We're going to start actually posting stuff nowadays. Uh, as Fondiara is going on a trip soon, but we'll keep the episodes coming. I got some replacements. Maybe. We'll figure something out. Thanks for joining us. Stay real. Stay rotten. Fuck that. (laughs)